Welcome back, everybody, to the Dom and Colin podcast. We are here today as we are getting closer and closer and closer and closer to the final of the challenge, Ride or Dies, season 38. We're almost there. Almost there, guys. We are almost there. Of course, I am one of your hosts, Matt Liguori, alongside my co-host, Brian Scally. Scally, how are you? Hello, hello. I'm good, and I guess I may as well get out of the front. Was this a good episode? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I thought this was. Yeah. I uh, I enjoyed it. I was excited to, um, you know, be excited about the challenge again. I think it's probably just like, wow, look what happens when you have a pretty decent format. Um, the cast is on similar levels for me in terms of like competitiveness and likability. Um, so like I'm able to just like watch it objectively and be fine with it. So I thought that uh, overall, very happy with this episode leading uh, into the finals here. So you threw me off when you said that, because I was going to kind of like make a bit of a joke kind of thing. Um, I was scrolling through our, uh, the hour, I say hours, if it like we own it. I mean, we kind of do. Sorry, Dom and Colin. Um, but the Dom and Colin feed. Uh, and there was like two negative reviews about us lately. I'm like, Ooh. Ooh, like the girlies are mad. Um, and it was basically <laughs> saying that like we're too negative about the show. And like also it said something like, um, you know, they get mad when... Uh, things go bad for their faves like yeah uh, <laughs> I am a fan of the challenge that podcasts about the challenge so I have favorites on the challenge and I don't like what things happen to my favorites on the challenge um, you know I, I don't know uh, so I, I was like hmm, um, maybe we should try so hard to be like super positive because I don't know um, here's my thing then you came in positive number, anyway number one I can't read anything under a five-star review, so That's I'll never point, But I understand. can, so I have to tell you about it. I physically, I'm incapable. I become unable to read. I won't ever see it. So if you put the five stars there, I'll listen. Um, my thing is, though, if I am always, like, happy-go-lucky, never complaining, the show is always amazing, then you won't believe it when I'm telling the truth. Um, <laughs> I will tell you what I like and what I don't like. And I feel like... Um, whether it be like, okay, do I like a certain person? Like, did I like Michelle this season? Sure. Did I say that Michelle had bad strategy and I think that they were making the wrong moves for the most of the season? Yes. Did I say that the most of the vets are making the correct move, but they annoy me? Yeah. So I don't think that it's unfair <laughs> in the way that it's covered. So like, I mean, like what criticisms have we, like the, like the biggest criticism? Yeah. This season is dragging. Like many of them do with, you know, uh, the format being drawn out in the way that it was. Would we, you, how do you ignore like seven weeks go by and, and two teams go home um, or whatever the numbers were like, how do you ignore that and just be like, this is great. Yay. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's, it was dull. Um, and I think that we still make plenty of, I'm like now just getting into defensive mode. Um, <laughs> I think we make plenty of like jokes along the way and we try to have as much fun with it as possible. Um, and if it's like zero fun and nothing that we can talk about, we're probably out of there in like 45 minutes or so. But, um, yeah. I did, I did get a little sad reading those reviews. Um, there needs to be a, anyone out there want to like drop a couple of like nice five star reviews in to like bury those a little bit. Like would love that. Well, I am honestly unbothered, but <laughs> to make Ligori happy, people better start leaving those five stars so i don't know i think like i said i'm always going to be honest with how i feel about a season um and how i feel about people I, I, like look one of my least favorite people of all time is jordan and i think i've given him compliments on almost every single episode in like his ability on the show and like his social game his strategies so there are plenty of times i'm sure that i will continue to give lots of uh props to many people that i don't like on this uh episode but i will uh, 
cover it honestly. And I think that there are like high points and low points and you have to cover both. Otherwise, uh, what's the point of having a conversation? I agree. I mean, when you like, like get deep into it, if you like look at it, like I feel like, I don't know if this is fair, but like, I feel like Rob, um, you know, like the, the, mm-hmm. the, the go-to person that you think of when you think of like reality TV podcasting, um, will do his best to keep the conversation positive, even in a time where people, I mean, look at like the end of survivor 43. Um, <laughs> I was ready to like throw every tomato I could find in the world at every survivor end? tweet, uh, mostly the end. Um, and he was doing his best to stay as positive as possible. So like, there is that angle where like, you know, and Rob's, you know, he talks about this. He's like, this is my job. I need to like, you know, I, I need people to be, um, you know, wanting to be here with me. Um, so I get it. Like no one's going to want to be around if you're just like genuinely like sad, 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 mad all the time. Um, but I feel like we have the ups and downs or whatever. And at the end of the day, just again, being defensive here uh, from my perspective, I am a challenge fan that happens to podcast about the show every week. And if anyone's here listening, I would imagine it's because you enjoy listening to that conversation if you don't i mean you really don't need to be here um but (laughs) for anyone who is here i'm always happy that you're here i don't know i feel like we had a fantastic first half of the season i know it has not dropped yet but we did just uh to tease record the all-stars for cast preview and draft and i feel like everyone was super excited about that so the challenge has high highs and low lows just like many other things and uh i'm excited for when it's at its best and that's what I want. I know how good this can be. And see, this is your fault because at the end of that podcast, you were like, oh, and like, you know, it's a new season, new time to like give some reviews. And that's what made me go look. <laughs> <laughs> I did not look. So. <laughs> uh, for like the longest time, like the, the like top, like the, the whatever, the top review at that uh, on the feed was like a glowing review about you and I. <laughs> and that's not there anymore. <laughs> so eh, it happens anyway. Um, so that's my ramble there. But yes, it was a good episode. It was a good episode. I thought that this was a bunch of fun. Um, I thought that the challenges were good. I thought that um, finally it wasn't just like a guarantee of like who was going to go in between like, you know, we're low in numbers. So that is obviously going to narrow it down um, particularly like that. But it is not... um, All of these people have known each other for 10 years and then there is one person who has been here for this season or one plus. Right. Um, you know, five teams with very different stories going into the final stretch here. Um, not quite the final yet. Uh, now, you know, knowing at the end of this episode, we're definitely going to the final, like, okay. And just really quick on that. Like, do you, do you have any, um, (laughs) opinion either way about TJ teasing that all the time? Like, has he been doing that for as long as like, yes, his run (laughs) has gone on the show. Uh, No, not that far. Okay. But I would say it's been, God, who knows? I feel like they was it Dirty Thirty where they were like, hey, we're not going to tell them it's a million dollars, and yeah. I feel like now they like love keeping everything a mystery. Yeah. Um, which I think in general makes the show um worse. Um, uh, but like, don't be uh, negative. Really... <laughs> I'll be negative where I want to be. Um, <laughs> I think that um generally telling people like the rules and the format is going to uh improve gameplay and improve the intrigue in the house because people can play around it rather than having to play safe. Uh, But I'm bothered less when it's like the exact date of the final. I want people to take shots and I think that they know their rough filming schedule and um, about how many teams are going to end up there in the final. So I think that like 
when the exact final date is like the least of my concerns. But yeah, I think that they've been cagey since somewhere in the 30s around. Also, Orasio showed up TJ in like three seconds when he did his little sw- switcheroo on Lisa and Jordan <laughs> there. Um, he, he's like, oh, so, you know, the team that we're going to throw in elim- into elimination is... Uh, Nisa and Jordan last week, but this week <laughs> we're going to save them. Um, and I don't know if he did it on purpose. I don't, I don't know what happened there, but he pulled it off, um, especially to Anissa, who like almost had a heart attack right on the spot. Um, and it's like genuinely what TJ is going for every time he tries to make that joke. And you can tell that even TJ is kind of like exhausted with his own joke because when he does it at the end and he's like, all right, you guys ready for the final? Like he wanted to be like, well, We'll find out tomorrow if you're going to start the final. Yep. But like he was like, all right, let's just do it. Yeah. Usually it's like uh, tells the joke like, <laughs> like constant TJ laughing like so loud. Um, uh, it's a little much sometimes, but you generally enjoyable. Um, so I think that once he's not able to do that, a little bit of disappointment comes through. And and I don't know why I'm thinking about TJ so much right now, but like very quick, just to I, I feel don't like you always. Do we, do we always? <laughs> I said, don't we always? I guess so. Um, I think I saw, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, um, you know, people having the the usual discourse about all the reality show hosts and who's the best and who's the worst. Um, we all know who's the worst. You know, God 101 host, <laughs> Julie Chen. Um, and then we have uh, Probst, who I, I say has uh, been pissing me off a lot lately and pissing probably a lot of Survivor fans off. Um, and then the discourse around TJ, I was like, are people like not? liking tj these days have people always not liked tj um like if you had your way um and it was like you get 10 more seasons of tj or somebody else comes in and takes over for starting next season what are you picking i still want 10 more seasons of tj i agree yeah um there are things that i would change like i think that we have probably uh moved too far into some of the bits but i just think that like that is kind of inevitable i Never thought that TJ was like the world's strongest host if we're like giving out Emmy nominations, let's say. Uh, not that I think that those always are uh, indicative of who's actually good at hosting. But <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that the, uh, TJ is like solid. He's entertaining. I'm never like super annoyed. It, it's just like he doesn't get overly involved. I like that his level of um, influence within the game, like he'll tell you what he's thinking, but he's not going to attempt to either turn this into a talk show uh like some or mm-hmm. um you know insert his own views uh like some others um and <laughs> uh, like try to influence the way of the game either like, so i think that he is like a good level he's funny like most of the time so i'm good with tj 100 percent. like i think his his style of hosting is very uniquely him it's not like the most buttoned up but he's not a buttoned up guy like that's like uh, it's the challenge it's not you know I, I, like I, I can't even think of a good example. Like you know, you, you wanted to see you know a host that that was like buttoned up and funny. Uh, you get like two out of the three hosts that I saw in the traders, and uh, especially especially one of them, the UK version, um, that that you know keeps it tight and, and and you know is like somebody that you walk away being like that was the perfect host. Couldn't ask for anything better. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like TJ more or less is that for me here because of what the show is and the relationship he has with all these people. Like I've never once been like, I hope TJ's done sometime soon. So that's no, just my thing there. Not at all. I will say, um, I don't know if we'll talk about it later. I don't think there's like that much to talk about. I think we got a, uh, air date for the challenge worlds. Yes, uh, yes, yes. so that has come out. It's premiering when in March, do you know? March exactly? 8th. 
Mm, okay. Um, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I don't, I, I'm like trying to do the math in my head of like how many finals, how many reunions are we getting a break? There's, um, <laughs> there's four more episodes of the challenge uh, this season, <laughs> 38. Um, I'm curious if uh, that is going to be accurate in terms of uh, like, sometimes I feel like they don't always include the, the, all the reunions in that count, but we sure. will see. Um, so I don't know if they'll overlap at all, but what we did find out also is that it's going to be hosted by all four hosts, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am excited to see the different hosting styles of the different hosts around the world. And I think that that, uh, it's not what I expected. I thought it was going to be TJ. Um, but I am interested to shake it up. Not that I think I'll come away being like, wow, we really need a mix up, but I think it will be fun to see, uh, the host from around the world. Absolutely. Um, I mean, it's a global tournament, so let's, uh, let's, let's go for it. I mean, it's not like they're coming for TJ's gig. So, you know, they have their gig in their own country. I don't know how well they're doing over there. Not them specifically as hosts, but their shows are doing, um, <laughs> That's another story. Um, but yeah, okay. So that'll be exciting. Um, you know, again, no uh, off season. We're going to go straight into that and then probably straight into All-Stars 4. We literally never get, um, you know, breaks around here. But it's okay because we're so happy and we love the show so much. Um, I actually feel um, interested in both of them. So I, I don't feel burnt out right yet. But we shall see. Um, I and Maybe that's just the upswing from this week. Who knows? Oh, but yeah. Um, uh, and then I do believe they also announced that the Challenge UK will be dropping in late February, potentially all at once, question mark, uh, and will be available on Paramount Plus internationally, at least in the US. I don't know. It's also ridiculous that I'm saying here, like, oh, we don't get a break. Like, we're not podcasting next week. Like, we take a break. Every <laughs> <one."> <laughs> so uh, there's that. Okay, back to this episode. We, um, yes, we have five teams left. Um, I think I was saying 20 minutes ago at this point, they all have their own different story of, you know, what has brought them here. Um, we have the rookie rookie team that has just kind of, you know, um, wandered here. I mean, of course, they've won the eliminations along the way. And uh, Arasio, luckily for you, did not get that sixth elimination win. So he's going to just kind of stay Thank on that God. level with, with the other <laughs> ones. So, um, so that's that. But so you have a team like them that's just kind of like, you know, we, we have rookies in a final every season, uh, you know, more or less. So that's just them here in this in this spot. You have teams, um, pretty much the well, the other three teams that are going to be in the final here. And we'll get to uh, Fessel and Mariah in a little bit. But I think, you know, going into the final and, and obviously they're, they're setting up their stories here with this penultimate episode before the final of just like there's big stories on the line here for everybody left. There's four people out here still. Um of course, discounting the rookies uh, that are looking for their first win when it was go- when it's going to mean a lot to them. Um, some way more than others. Some who have been around for twenty seasons or so. Of course, being Anissa, uh, Nani, who's been around for like twelve seasons at this point, um, and then Tori and Devin, who have been around for. I don't know, six, seven, eight, nine seasons, uh, whatever the the number is at this point. So a lot of people that are really hungry for that first win. And when you look at that being three out of the four teams, it seems pretty likely that one of those teams is going to have a first time winner where, again, it's going to mean a lot to somebody. So, um, you know, we're really getting a lot of that, you know, set up in the backstory and all that. We've got, been getting that for Bananas and Nani for the whole season. And, you know, we'll get more into them. But um, I, I do like the little bit of like preview episode that this was here. Um, it was spaced out very well. Uh, the challenge was, you know, not <laughs> not terrible 
memorable, not boring. It was just, you know, a, a standard challenge. And um, we got a team that hasn't won all season that now gets to make a power decision at the end of the game. So uh, what a great episode. The show is so good, Scally. <laughs> all right calm down sorry um <laughs> i was teasing i did see a lot of like wow it's so exciting we're gonna have like a, a new champ no matter who wins uh who wins in the final and i was like i mean outside of Darrell and veronica but like okay sure <laughs> um so i do think that there are a lot of longtime competitors who have yet to win that we could see getting their first win um so i do think that there's a lot of very interesting storylines going into this final um but i don't know i'm curious to see which one actually comes away with it because for a while there it felt like some of these people were just like knocking on the door of a win for quite some time and can they pull it off i would say uh mostly with tori um somewhat with devin and then with nani and anisa i feel like people had kind of given up on them and yet here they are in another final yeah, nobody's given up on Anissa. Definitely not. <laughs> hey, it's Anissa's first final officially since, uh, when did we say? Like 15 years ago? Yeah, since the one that she lost to, I believe, Rachel Robinson. Yeah, so hey, look at that. Maybe Rachel will come back too. someday. Maybe Rachel will come back someday. What a time that would be. I well, maybe it. that's the thing that like Anissa can't like do well and go to a final unless Rachel's actively involved in the challenge world. <laughs> it's possible. That's crazy. Um so, I mean, to get to get into some of these stories, we're going to get, you know, the setups before the challenge itself, talking about Anissa just while we're here. Um, Anissa, you know, just basically, and the narrative that we're going to get as well later on is just like, Jordan's going to be the drill sergeant that's going to push her as hard as he can to, uh, to, to get this to happen. It was kind of funny the way that Jordan was saying, you know, I just want to keep, like, at, at first he said, like, I just want to prove that I can still do it. And it's like, no, Jordan, we don't have any you know reservations that you can still do it we know you can still do it um but then he kind of clarified like like and what better way to prove that by like showing that i can get anisa across the finish line too <laughs> yeah i don't feel like it was necessarily intended to be shady at first i was like well that was like heavy shade um <laughs> and then i felt like it was like and what better way by like running it with my good friend who like needs a win and deserves a win and i don't think it was intended as shady as it initially came off to me no, i don't think i don't think i definitely don't think it was intended but it did come off that way um... <laughs> but i think this is interesting i actually regardless of outcome for anisa she talks about how like this feels like a redemption season uh season for her she feels like she still has it like she's proven it to herself so more so than this final i'm wondering has anisa come into the past couple seasons and been kind of like well i'm not winning so like why am i going to uh, like, you know, spend all of my time training for the season or come in and like really like go all out or whatever the case may be. And do we see a different Anissa moving forward if she even gets like a decent performance in this final? Not a chance. I, and I don't mean that to be like, <laughs> you know, dragging her. I, I feel like I've certainly been down on Anissa throughout the whole season. I haven't. Um, and, and I'm certainly somebody who has not ever been down on Anissa. I, I don't think I've um, who was I speaking to? I think it was like Scott Yeager once like, years ago. And I was like, Anissa seems so cool. I would love to just hang out with her and say hi. And he was like, I'm sure we can make that happen like in an event. <laughs> um, and the, this was like a while ago. I don't know that I would like feel comfortable like doing that today yeah, with all of like the, you know, talking down that I've been doing um, throughout this season. But I that's, don't know. that's another story um i mean certainly she's been listening all the way along and you know um would know exactly who i am if i came up to say hello but whatever she's um, the reviews that's that's it oh man wow i did not put that together but yeah probably um 
<laughs> but what was I saying? But no, I don't think that I, I don't think we're going to, you know, I think this season she has Jordan as a partner and that's the end of the story. I think last season, the season Possible. before it's, you know, she comes in and like you said, she probably knows she's not going to win, but let me do as far, uh, go as far as I can get. I'm sure she's been trying to make a final for a while. I feel pretty confident she has. Um, but this season they were like, here is the partner that will get you there, that, that will push you and propel you to the end. Um, and, you know, do I think that she's going into this final being like, I can probably win? I don't, but I do feel like she knows that this is certainly the best chance that she's had in a long time. Here's my thing. Um, we'll get to it, but from the little we know about this final, at least a little I know, uh, it was talked about as a hundred hour final. Uh, we'll get there later. Um, but that to me reads a lot of stations um, and not a lot of just like, this is an all out race across like a hundred hours. Like that's yeah. it. Um, so I do think there is a world in which they could be good at, let's say paddling or puzzles or uh, eating or many different other random things that could gain them points. If it's a points based final and who knows at that point, I don't think it's likely but yeah. I think that, like, if Anissa were to come in and, like, really commit to this, not saying that she even should because she probably makes, uh, like, fine money without. But, like, I don't think that um, it is an absolute zero in, like, the future. But um, where we presently stand, I would be surprised. And see, like, I'm, like, going to read into the edit a little bit here and, like, just, like, play, you know, a mind game with it here, but say um, this might have been Anissa's last good episode of the season <laughs> because uh, the next ones will probably be of her and Jordan, you know, having a hard time getting through the final. I I, I see plenty of spots, like you said, like different stations that potentially she could be, you know, uh, her the two of them could thrive in. Mm -hmm. But there's also going to be plenty. There's going to be some runs or bikes or whatever um, that she's going to struggle through. And uh, Jordan's going to do his best to not you know to to be the good communicator he's been with her all season long um but it's it's going to be hard to you know have her paint herself or anybody you know jordan be painting her in like the light that they can hear like right now they can be like this is huge she's made it um she's like really happy and proud of herself for making it this far and you know um you know i'm not 25 anymore i'm going to give myself the best chance i've had in a long time um versus the next potentially three weeks where it's going to be you know other three teams doing a lot better i think but yeah that's all i, I think it's there. the likeliest um but i don't know I, I just i want a world in which anyone can win um coming into a season and so i like i want it to be the case where she is coming in really like giving her all to win every season but i know otherwise i don't know uh, maybe we could just like uh, do a little better in the confessional because i feel like can be a confessional star at the same time yeah, and i'm not doubting she's gonna give her all yeah, I just sure. know that a lot of other people's alls are a little bit stronger. There you go. So um, I guess we'll swing back around and talk uh, the Banani of it all, because one of the big narratives of this episode is that Bananas has not been into elimination yet. Um, he's still got his thing going with Mariah. So we talked about, you know, that um, uh, Mariah, Fessy, Bananas and Nani may have had some kind of little thing going on, um, you know, Bananas and Mariah and then uh, Fessel and uh, Nani through maybe the Casey connection were like kind of working together uh, from last episode. They were the only two teams that had been safe. Um, and then so, you know, we're, we're kind of looking at those two teams a lot, especially uh, Tori and Devin are highlighting that, like, those are the two strongest teams. Bananas hasn't been in. Bananas is a seven time champ. We shouldn't let him get to the end. But Fessel and Mariah are super strong. So a lot of what, what we're getting throughout this episode especially at the beginning is like well which of those teams is the bigger threat mm -hmm. yeah it definitely felt like we were weighing the options all episode 
where maybe like we could have just acknowledged like I don't think we needed to acknowledge on the show, but uh, at home we can talk about like it was was it 66% likely that they ended up in the thing? Uh, we'll talk about it. I think it seemed pretty likely that either team, uh, both teams were going to end up in elimination, but I, uh, which one was actually the better choice, I think is up for debate. Um, it might be. Um, we'll, uh, we'll get to it. Um, we'll get Because there's, yeah, there's certainly uh, some stuff to get into. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think specifically the person here that like kind of stands out the most, it's going to be the, the, the team that wins the challenge itself, Devin and Tori, um, and Devin saying, you know, the mission here is to get out bananas at all costs, which of course is not going to play out, but he kind of changes his mind throughout the episode and, uh, and all that. But they're certainly all just acknowledging like, okay, seven time champ. We, you know, we can't get home and have people be like, how did you let him stay in? Mm-hmm. it's hard to ignore and i mean they've been doing it so far it feels like there were so many opportunities this season uh to not let this happen but people have just constantly like passed the buck down later to the later in the season like uh we'll deal with that problem later uh we don't want to get our hands dirty right now and this is what happens for bananas for ct for many others where all of a sudden it's like uh there's exactly one elimination left what do we do yeah um, as far as the Fessel and Bananas of it all goes, Bananas had uh, Horacio on his podcast this week and they were talking about how uh, Fessel just like, from Bananas' perspective, he was like, Fessel just won't ever say like a nice thing about me. He's like, I've given him all the respect and like all the praises and acknowledgements for what he brings to the table. Um, but Fessel, like he said, you know, that he he hates the way that he like talks about him because Fessel will just be like, yeah, like he's won seven of these things. Like, why like, why does he keep winning? Like, and Bananas felt like he wasn't giving him the respect to be like, well, he's obviously good because he keeps winning these things. Um, and Horacio was like, yeah, Fessel's really not somebody who will like give other people praise. He's just kind of way too focused about himself and his abilities and his reasons why he hasn't won rather than why somebody else has beat him. Um, so I'm just throwing that out there. That's uh, something that had been discussed. He said recently, I think even um, the only two people that he will even like compliment competitively are CT and Jordan. And I feel like it's been a fight to even get him to admit that. So he is just someone who is so like self-focused. Uh, no one is better than him. And here's the reason, like it literally cannot compute in his brain that someone could possibly be better at him than something. Uh, so always nice to see someone like that get humbled occasionally. Uh, but I don't know. Like, I don't think that, um, banana should really like concern himself too much with like, is Fessy giving me enough compliments? But at the same time, like uh, this is exactly what I expect from Fessel. He is uh, extremely self-centered and uh, can't really see like past his own, you know, mm -hmm. viewpoint. Yeah. And this being, like you said, he got humbled. This is his first elimination loss uh, last season. You know, he got DQ'd. So that kind of distracted, I think, at least me from remembering that he hasn't been eliminated from the game yet. He was at two finals mm -hmm. in a row, DQ'd last season. And now here we are that he is actually eliminated from the game through an elimination where somebody beat him. Um, and that somebody is the person that he is, you know, spending the entire uh, round trying to convince that, like, he needed to go and whatever. And, you know, again, Fessel just thinks he's the best and having somebody be better than him at something was was definitely shocking but that's uh well, that's that and even when he loses he <laughs> like dismisses it as bananas is good at stupid stuff right like this is this is stupid shit and like who cares about this and like it doesn't mean anything um where fessel was the one at the beginning of the season like bring in pro athletes because no one can be an all-around competitor like me um and it's like i mean all around when you've only won one type of elimination is interesting to say um but i don't know i have uh thoughts on the elimination that we'll get to but 
I don't think that you can dismiss like every limit like thing that you're not good at as stupid. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you not every elimination is made for every type of competitor, um, and yep. we've seen that over the course of the entire challenge history. Um, Vessel's last elimination versus Nelson was one that was made specifically for Vessel, not literally, mm-hmm. but for a Vessel type. Um, and he tore right through Nelson in that one, and you know he, he ran into one here that was not really made for him, and that's just how the game goes. Um, should have won the daily challenge, or should have found a way to you know stay out of being the main vote and found a way to get somebody to save you. Like at, at certain points, yep. you have to resort to other ways of playing the game, and it just didn't happen for him. So, yep. So that's that. Um, before again, before we get to the challenge, we um, <laughs> little Olivia and Horacio uh, segment. They just are feeling great going into the uh, last leg here as rookies, and a lot of talk from Olivia being like, "We're gonna get thrown in if uh, if we lose," and that was like not even on the table. Yeah. Um... I like wonder if there's one scenario in which they go in, but I think pretty much it looks like, all right, you've made it to this point. Um, I was surprised that you had gotten thrown into as many eliminations late game as you have, uh, to be honest. Um, like I thought that we kind of had just like accepted that they were going on to the final. I don't think that they are a layup by any means, but uh, when you look around, there are some pretty strong competitors here. And I think that people are less concerned about the team of Olivia and Rossio. Mm, certainly, certainly. Yeah. Um, they are certainly, 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 certainly. Um, <laughs> that's the next review. They say certainly too much. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm just going to try to make this the running bit for as long as I remember it exists. Um they will they, they've been great in eliminations and I feel like they are a strong team. Um, but the mini final show that, you know, communication could be an issue and maybe that's like enough for them to like pick themselves up and say, you know, um, we do have to, you know, be better at that going into the final and maybe they can be. Um, but I mean, I'll tell you right now, they still are, you know, number three out of four on the teams that I'm looking at to do well in the final here. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll also, I mean, actually, let me just touch on this now because it's so like not important, but like Olivia and Anissa being friends, I was like, okay, <laughs> great thing to tell us about in episode 16, unless I've missed it like earlier. <laughs> I think that it kind of was on my radar once, uh, like Amber did interviews and said that like Olivia got close with some of the vet women being on their team. Uh, for you know like half a season now um, so whatever it was five six seven weeks um, so I think that that's probably where it's solidified because we've heard complaints from rookies in the past of like Tori and Anissa specifically Tori not giving them the time of day and it seems like it, whether it's just last long enough eventually like there's only so many people in the house that they'll have to talk to you or um, like lucked into being on a team with and uh, I think that Anissa's always had like a pretty good social game, so this doesn't surprise me. Yeah, um, yeah, I, with some people, certainly um, <laughs> not everybody. <laughs> yeah. So that's that. Um, and uh, I guess the Mariah and Fessel segment was just talking about specifically Mariah wanting to win for her sisters back home. And uh, then Tori talking about how they're the strongest team in the house. And, you know, good point. They are a strong team and they do seem to be getting along right now. So that is dangerous. Mm-hmm. So I thought this was interesting. At one point, um, when Fessel's talking about bananas, he says, like, he obviously he's bringing up the argument of he's never, he hasn't been in an elimination this season. Um, that's his MO. Like, and I think Jordan's talking also, like, other people are involved. Like, this is his MO. He skates all the way to the end. He never goes into elimination. And then he shows up at the end and wins. Is that bananas MO? No. 
no, I don't think so either. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, he even tweeted about it. He has only, out of the 20 seasons, I think he said he's done, um, he has only gone two seasons without going into an elimination. He's done a total of 26, uh, won 12, lost 14. So I don't think that it's fully his MO. I think that he does get through a decent portion of the game without having to see an elimination. But I don't know if he is afforded as many finals without any eliminations as like, I feel like Kara had a stretch there not to invoke that name. Um, But like there are other people who uh, definitely had much longer stretches than bananas has had. Yeah. uh, Bananas certainly gets thrown in, uh, you know, almost more often than not. Um, Or maybe it's like very close to 50, 50. He, you know, had had two seasons off, um, came back in and made, you know, decently friend, uh, decent friends with his number one enemy that would have been his enemy going into the season. And that got highlighted a lot in this episode. And I think it it makes sense that it got highlighted a lot in this episode. Um, You know, we've kind of been brushing over it throughout the season, or maybe it's been mentioned in very subtle ways. But like Bananas versus Devin was like the biggest rivalry of like the early thirties. Like it was like, it was mm-hmm. so big. It was causing riots in the streets of the challenge world of people that were like so upset with either one side or the other or both. Um, and both is fair <laughs> for, uh, for a lot of people. It was both. Um, so to see them here where they are rooming and being joked about like, Oh, they're in a relationship. Ah, ah, ah. Imagine two men being in a relationship. Um, uh, but they, <laughs> they are obviously oh, the challenge. Close. Oh, the challenge. Um, they are obviously close. And, uh, you know, that was, I think a great move for him coming into the season to acknowledge that that was worth his while. Um, Devin's at the core of that vacation Alliance and you need to have him on your side if you want to do well. And he did. Um, and of course the partners of it all this season, like him having Nani who had Casey who had like that whole side. So, you know, things played out well for him. Um, you know, I don't know if he's coming back next season. I don't know what his what his current game plan is. Just keep trying, keep going, keep doing it. Um, but, you know, a single season, I think uh, it could be certainly different for him. I, I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I actually think this is a good time to bring up the uh, Bananas and Wes phone call. That we randomly get this episode. Uh, Not something I expected. I know that the last time Bananas was on, um, this happened, right? Or was it the reverse? I think Wes Wes called him on uh, All Stars. Yeah, and that felt like it made more sense where, um, like, the last, like, we had seen them pretty recently, like, just become friends. This feels like a little more forced. Um, I don't really know why we needed this, uh, but it was fine. Um, I would say that what I found the most interesting of this was Wes pointing out that he can guarantee Devin is playing both sides, where I feel like for a long time you would generally say that, like, Wes and Devin are super close. And then, okay, now Wes and Bananas have mended their relationship. I think that obviously was played up for a TV rivalry for a long time. But if Bananas, Devin, and Wes all ended up in the same season, do you expect Wes to be more of a Bananas or a a Devin loyalist if it came down to it? Ah, That's a tough question. I mean, I feel like he plays better with Devin because they can kind of look each other in the eye and, like, feel better about like I mean I I do feel like Devin learned from the West school rather like much more than the banana school like that's Mm -hmm. you know for certain Um, so I I do feel like their styles of gameplay match up a lot better and I feel like his loyalty would be to Devin because of that aspect Um, but at the end of the day bananas is the one calling him right now of course he's going to give him the advice you know he's not going to be like oh let me like hold back on talking about this just because I like Devin too 
Yeah, I don't know. I was surprised. I was like, uh, if I was Devin, I would be like, oh, that's interesting. Um, and I also think it probably benefits him to be more of a Bananas loyalist moving forward, especially if him, uh, the three of them were to show up on the main challenge again, because Devin has so many other allies that I don't think Bananas has at this point in the run. Um, so I think that it probably makes more sense for him uh, to like throw his lot in there. But uh I don't know. I thought it was something worth noting, at least in case. I think it's very realistic that we could see all three on a future season. So let's like play a game here. So like, imagine I'm the one at home. I'm Wes, um, and you're in the game, and another one of our friends calls me, and they're like, "Hmm." So I don't know if I can trust Scally. Like, should I just not be like? Yeah, well, don't tell them that I'm betraying them. Well, I don't. <laughs> don't tell. I them mean, that. of course you're gonna say that, but like, <laughs> you know, everybody knows how Scally plays games. Like, he's good at them. If you tell them that, I feel some type of way. <laughs> I, I'm sure you will, and I'm sure that uh, Devin did feel a type of way when he got home and saw this. But I mean, you're not the one calling me. If you call me, maybe I'll, I'll, you know, be more inclined to like be like, mm, let me help you. But if the oh other person's God. calling me for advice, I'm gonna give them advice. I'm sorry that I was not afforded the production call that our other friend was <laughs> afforded. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry that they set this up for them, but like, I'm just saying, you can call me like, too. All right, like, screw me, I guess. <laughs> it's like, you know, Scally's good. Like, he's probably gonna run over you. Wow, good to know. I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't want to throw you under the bus, but you should call. It seems like you jumped at the opportunity. You and should the call. All right, well, we'll see about this. If it's like, oh, Scally's out here, like, calling, you know, his brother instead of calling me, like, that's just messed up. <laughs> Fair. Honestly, <laughs> luckily, I don't think we'll run into this. All right, fine. Um, <laughs> So that's uh, Weston. I mean, well, we can't completely uh, leave that after uh, without talking about the, uh, the the lower thirds for Wes that he was. Getting. Yes, uh, quite a few uh, internationally renowned genius uh, yeah. definitely stood out. Um, any of that stood out for you? In particular? I mean, I wrote them all down. So I, I, why did I write them all down if not to list them all out? Here? But, <laughs> uh, bananas is best friend ever. Bananas is side, uh, sidekick, life coach. Bananas life coach. Bananas is life coach. Bananas is um, has a dog named Penny, scumbag. And, there we go. Yeah, the genius one. Um, so you know, cute, having fun with it. This is you know, late game. Give us anything to to talk and laugh about. So eh, you know, I, that's that's my comment. Yeah, I mean. I don't think that they do this to bananas in the reverse. <laughs> like, I think that Wes is a nice, uh, he's still a punching bag at times as much as he is a face of the show. So, uh, that, that I, is my only observation. About I mean, that. if they really had their, like if bananas really had the influence here, it would have been like ugly ginger and like, you know, <laughs> so they were, they were doing as much as they could, uh, to be in on the joke with bananas without like for going sure. too far. Um, for sure. For sure. So that's that. Okay. Oh, and also there was a Tony shout out. Oh, look at that. It's if only it had uh, been Tony time once again. I hope that soon it will be Tony time again. It would be Uh, nice. That would be really cool. Um, The challenge itself, uh, let's get to that, is called Frozen Senseless. Um, There is an ice bath in the middle of all five teams uh, lanes. They're going to uh, split and run opposite directions. One team member is running um, to go dig under a barricade and then go to uh, figure out uh, the pieces of the puzzle from feeling it. And then the other team member is going to uh, see the puzzle and put it together based on what their other team member tells them. Um, So, of course, the uh, highlight of this that is supposed to keep us entertained throughout is the ice bath that is the only place that they can uh, share information which gets a lot of uh confusion before the challenge of you know so can we go in can we go out uh, teacher's like, i don't give a shit what you do like you just have to <laughs> stay in the freaking ice bath while you talk to each other um and that's the challenge 
Mm-hmm. What do you think of the challenge? It, you know, it was fun. It's fun to, you know, because, um, like, I don't ever want to picture myself being in that very cold ice bath. Um, but, like, I can imagine how uncomfortable it was. And, it, like, the challenge always finds different ways. I don't think this is the first ever ice bath on the show. I'm not sure. Um, but they always find different ways to test, you know, things that can happen to your body. You know, of course, the eating challenges are, like, one of the easiest ways that they can, like, you know, well, this isn't physical. This is just another aspect of, you know, a challenge that you put your body through. Um, so this is just another way. Like, they've done walking on coals before in a final, like, hot fire coals. Um, they, you know, I, I always find it interesting when they find something else to do. And even if they've done the ice bath before, we haven't seen it in a while. So it, it was interesting to me. I thought that this was, like... um in terms of challenge design and like fairness and um, like uh, making like, you know, mixing it up. I thought this was like very solid. I think I even saw Fessel trying to like peek and like look through the holes at one point, like while he's like spreading them with his hand. I don't know if that was accurate. Um, I mean, but Hey, if you, they don't make a rule, then do it. <laughs> like, remember like, uh, was it bananas looking around like the divider, like a couple seasons, like however many seasons mm-hmm. ago when it was like a gas uh, chamber. So if you could do that, do it. So um, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was like the most interesting thing to watch play out on television, um, but I still enjoyed it, I would say, over a good number of challenges. And I thought it was like well designed for what it was. I think I don't know if it was Mariah or Fessel, but somebody I think was saying uh, Fessel barely fit in it. So, you know, that's why we didn't win uh, or something like that. Apparently, um, they were like complaining, like, you got to get lower. You got to get lower. Um, and so... I think that Fessel had the very good strategy of jumping into the bath and getting as much water out of there as possible. Um, but then production was like, no, it's not high enough. And it's like, oh, okay, well, that seems like your fault. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, make deeper tubs. Um, I don't know. That's uh, interesting, if true. Yeah. Um, but as far as how everybody did here, well, uh, uh, yeah, everybody, uh, Tori and Devin obviously do well cause they win bananas and Nani were doing okay, but getting frustrated pretty quickly. And there was a lot of brain freeze going on for bananas. Uh, Jordan and Anissa, Olivia and Arasio were doing fine. Olivia and Arasio made me laugh at one point because they were, Arasio was trying to explain to Olivia, you know, what piece was where. So he like gets on her side of the tub to like show her like from his left and his right. <laughs> I was like, this tub isn't that big, but he's like on her lap to like show her from the same side and not be confusing. Um, and, oh. and Mariah, you know, not doing the best, but maybe just not fitting in the tub. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that uh Tori talked about it on the podcast this week that their strategy actually was like, okay, we're first going to, talk about what's on the left side of each cube. So like cube one is cube two left side is cube three left side is rather mm-hmm. than being like left side of this cube is this and the top is this and the side is that like that was too confusing for them. They just Devin figured out the strategy and it worked really well. And I don't think it's something that I would have thought of right away, but I do think that it probably uh, helps sort things in like visually for yourself. Yeah. I mean, that's one, two, three, four, five trips into the tub. If you can get it correct in, yeah. in all those times, um, the way that I feel like my brain would have defaulted to saying is do one cube at a time. But like, Agreed. even if you do like there's five sides of the cube, so you're probably going to end up breaking that down into two trips rather than doing it all at once and then that ends up being one to six trips so you save yourself a full trip if you can get it done right but yeah i forget who it was where it was like all right it's hollow arrow on top and they were like all right what else they're like that's all i got (laughs) (laughs) i think that um, breaking it down into sizable pieces is definitely going to be helpful here yeah well not especially like again like just remembering it's all on the left is a lot easier than like okay now i have these three things and like was it back left right was it right left like back like you don't know which order they gave it to you in whereas like one two three is going to be the same order every time 
Yeah. Not I think at one point it was being like, uh, I don't think we're even looking at the same pieces. Like what you're describing to me, she like made an arrow with her hands. Um, and she was like, this is what I, this is what I have. I don't know what you have, but it doesn't sound like anything close <laughs> to, to what's going on over there. Um, so, you know, that, that can certainly get frustrating. And especially when you have ice in every part of your body area that you don't want it to be in your really cool. So yeah, seems unfortunate. Yeah. So, uh, Tori and Devin win bananas is very happy. And Nisa's is very happy because, you know, we're all working with Tori and Devin. Isn't that how it works? Um, mm. and yeah, so Tori and Devin win and are going to have to make a big decision for the first time in this game. They had not won a daily challenge up until now. Yeah. And I feel like there's been discussion of like, have they been throwing or not? I feel like there were points in which they came pretty close. So it's tough to say, um, feel like didn't they like win one heat where michelle and jay won another and then like they ended up being the overall winners i feel like they very well could have won at times i wonder uh if we could get confirmation on that um but interesting to see them finally in a position where they have to make a call yeah and when we get to uh well the deliberation comes yeah so deliberation comes first and of course they you know are going to talk to every team and um for the most part you know the deliberations lately haven't been like super exciting don't let the reviewers hear that i said that um but <laughs> this time it it felt you know interesting because they were it was just the two of them and they were kind of on opposite side or not kind of they were definitely on opposite sides as far as you know what they were saying and how well they were presenting it to us as like we don't know which team to throw in and i th- i thought it was interesting when they got jordan and anisa in there to get their opinion and uh, olivia and Horacio, it's, it's still making me laugh because they think that they're going to be the ones in trouble and they're just like yeah um probably you know probably not you guys um and then uh Fessel comes in annoyed thinking you know the decision's already been made um bananas comes in very hesitant to like say the wrong things like hey devin buddy you know it's been a great season you and i remember when we had that big fight no i don't either um so i was actually you know <laughs> intrigued by some of these deliberation uh, conversations Mm-hmm. What I thought was interesting was um, Tori opening with like, let's be irresponsible. Like, let's do this. I don't feel like Tori is necessarily always one to make a big move. So it was exciting to see uh, her open to that. I think that her of an idea of a big move happened to be one specific move and I'm not open to anything else, um, which I think was like a bit limiting. But I hope that that is uh, something we see from her in the future. Uh, the thing that I actually found um interesting and it happens on the night out but fessel talking with devin um you know in making an argument like his argument was good in terms of like bananas has won seven times don't let him win uh the night out when that changed to like hey if i win at least it's someone new mm-hmm. and like at least bananas didn't win for an eighth time like i don't want to hear that <laughs> i don't care if bananas wins for an eighth time or if you win because that means i don't win right um and i think that like it appeals to Devin in a certain way, but he, he's still going to choose better shot at winning over uh, better shot at not having a repeat champ. Yeah. And I think Devin does a good job of that throughout the season of being like new champs, new champs, new champs. Like one of us has to win. It has to be a new uh-huh. champ season. But when you get down to the end, like honestly, like there's a there's a debate to be had in your own head of like, do I want to lose to Fessel and have him be the new champ or do I want to lose to bananas? And it's like, well, at least I lost to bananas. You know, of course, mm-hmm. if I don't win. Um, you know, it's uh, hard to beat that guy. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, the, 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 uh, the Fessel's point shifting certainly wasn't like helping much. And also Fessel just hammering home the same point in the same very flat way. Wasn't helping much. It wasn't very inspiring of a pitch. It was just, he seemed defeated the entire way through. Like, why are we just like almost in a whiny way? Like, why are we letting, um, 
Or why are we letting Bananas do this? You know, he's always getting to the end and he's going to win again. And why has he won seven times? It's like, just like, I don't know. It, it just, it wasn't getting the desired effect. And also we, I, I'm sure he did talk to Tori, but like we see him talking to Devin. And I'm like, well, Devin's telling you it's not him to talk to. So I, I wish we had gotten a Fessel and Tori combo. Yeah. I just don't know. Like, it's interesting because I feel like one of the duos that we've seen working the most closely together this season have been Fessel and Tori. Uh, not something that I generally would have expected, but I feel like we've gotten a good number of strategic conversations highlighted in a season that I don't feel like we get a ton of pairings uh, highlighted. So it felt like pretty strong there. Now, I'm not surprised that she's choosing Anissa and Nani over Fessel, but is surprising like just how blatantly she is uh, willing to throw him away at this point. I mean, they were working really close together when it was teams, were they working together the rest of the time? I think even earlier than that, there was still discussion, but I could be wrong. Maybe. I mean, also the vacation Alliance, like I think he's kind yeah. of either part of that or connected to that. Like uh, he's definitely connected last season. It was like very much like Nani and uh, Casey and Tori and, you know, Fessel is connected through that, even though last season he wasn't in the most of the season, but I mean, um, like, I, I think it is like the big brother Alliance plus, Anissa, Devin, Tori, Donnie. Yeah. Like, I think that is That's the vacation the alliance um, because it still like involves Josh, involves Devin, involves um, involves Fessy. Like, I think that they are all one and the same. I think that obviously there are various degrees of closeness within that alliance, but. Um, when people are discussing the vacation alliance, like that's who I assume we're talking about. Right. Um, and even when we get back to the house after the night out, Fessel and Mariah continue to be stressed out. They seem like they are pretty sure that they're going to be going in, whether it's by the vote or by uh, being picked to go directly in. Um, bananas and Nani are a bit worried or specifically bananas because, you know, who knows what Devin's going to do. He's obviously going to be looking out for himself. So, you know, the two teams that should be the most afraid, you know, are afraid. Um, do you want to get into like the uh, percentages of it all? Sure. Okay. Um, so by it, it, there's so many different ways to, to come at this because uh, <laughs> they are, you know, first debating which team do we want to go in? Um, and it's like, you know, Devin has the whole thing. Well, this is all about getting bananas in there. Um, certainly with the position that they had put them in that Fessel and Mariah are automatically in bananas and Nani are at the, you know, one in three shot of being safe. And then, you know, 66% chance of, uh, of, of going in because the other two teams are going to pick themselves. Um, you can get it from a very like surface level, but, um, if they had wanted bananas and Nani to be the ones that go in, then obviously it would have made a little bit more sense that just have them be the house vote and, and bank on that. Um, but they, I think had come to the conclusion with Tory, uh, Tory's, push uh to say that you know Fessel and Mariah are the team that we need to worry about more than the team that has Nani on it Mm -hmm. I think it's fair I think that ultimately if I am looking at finals threats I think that I probably would be more scared of Fessel and Mariah I agree yeah I think that um leave it (laughs) like I'm really trying not to underestimate bananas here um he is really like I remember how he fall how far he used to fall in some of our drafts sometimes Mm -hmm. so I think that uh, definitely we thought he was out of it after a certain point, and he has proven us wrong already. So uh, not that I think that he is out of it by any means here, but I think that Fessel and Mariah are just so strong. I feel like it was highlighted many times in this episode. When you put them in the mini final, they're just going to absolutely dominate. I feel like um, Fessel could like carry Mariah and still run faster than most of these people. So um, 
and Mariah is no slouch whatsoever. I think she can keep up. So that scares me, um, especially over a hundred hour final. I feel like uh, that is a very dangerous team. Mm-hmm. Um, we literally just said that last week. Mm-hmm. That they were probably the favorite uh, if they made it to the final, but as of now, they are not. Well, not as of now. <laughs> well, maybe as of now. Who knows what twist? Who knows what the season? <laughs> um, let uh, actually. No, I have, do you have anything else before the elimination? Um, the elimination itself, or uh, like who gets thrown in and stuff like that. All of that. Anything. Okay. Well, let's talk about uh, nothing like before the actual like throwing in and decisions and stuff like that. Um, I have questions surrounding uh, all of the decision making. So I, as far as we've discussed it in the terms of who is the bigger threat in the final. Now, let's then look at a vacuum of who like you're betraying either like Nani and Bananas or Festival and Mariah. Like Devin has been working very closely with Festival all season. Um, Tori like is obviously in the vacation alliance with both of them at this point. Um, so who's a, like who is worse to betray here who is the more valuable ally for future seasons moving forward um do you expect this to be an issue uh like how would you weight that i think at the end of the day i have to say that bananas and nani are the team that i want to keep happier if i'm devin um and okay. i think jordan correctly pointed that out uh, in the deliberation acknowledging you know you guys have been good all season you've gotten to this step in your friendship or relationship whatever um and bananas and nani are will be here next season if they want to be and Mariah won't, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, you're we'll say. when it comes down to, to numbers, like, like who can you expect to see again and who will be upset with you? Um, bananas and Nani are, are, are going to be around. Um, Fessel probably will be around too. Um, Mariah is a, is a maybe. Um, but at, at that point, like Fessel's got his own problems to worry about. Like he's, had enemies all over the place. He's had friends that, you know, uh, Nelson's calling Corey being like, Oh, I'm working with Fessel. And Corey's like, what? Like, so, you know, if they're on next season together, like you never know what the dynamic is going to be and what Fessel's bigger problems are going to be rather than just like, Oh, Devin betrayed me at the end of the game. I'm going to come for Devin. Um, so I do think that as far as like, from that perspective, who, what team should you keep happier? Um, if that is something that you can consider at a time like this, bananas and Nani. It's hard because on one hand, I'm looking at like, I think Fessel is the most likely to be on like let the, all five seasons of the next five seasons. I think I give it to Fessel. Um, I think that Nani is likely to be there and getting the call, but could see her taking a break at some point, uh, whether it is like focusing on things with her and Casey, just like mental health season or what, or she decides she's done, whatever the case may be. Um, I don't see that necessarily happening, but uh, I think it's possible think bananas is likely to be taking seasons off in the next couple seasons and i think if mariah like gets one more season under her belt like she'll probably be locked in for the future but it's getting that one more season that's the problem um i think that fessel and mariah hmm? i really don't see it (laughs) um i do and i don't know that we should but i think we do Um, i think we've said this already but like i think it depends on her and bananas uh yeah i think that uh it's likely I think it's, uh, you know, I think they're sticking around, but we'll see. You say that with uh, such like, I have, I have this information. Like that's the way that's the vibe I'm getting. Mm, yep. I know, know things. I just know so many things. I don't know the way that she's like pulling poems. That, like, <laughs> the way that uh, Mariah is like on a podcast, like pulling poems that bananas is writing for her and stuff like that. Like it seems like it's not the same as some of the past relationships. And I don't, 
mean to be like they're getting married or like I ship this or any of the above or this is a healthy relationship even um but I just feel like he is more open to her being there on seasons with her and continuing this I don't know um I don't I'm, we'll I'm certainly not bothered by the idea of it it's just her confessionals still continue to just leave me like feeling like I'm staring at like a yo-yo trying to be hypnotized. Like somebody's trying to you know, hypnotize me. I'm like, there am I try. concentrating on here? I don't know what to think. <laughs> yeah. They could be sped up a little bit. Let's put them in like, you know, 1.25 at least. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I think that ultimately still, I do think Nani uh, and bananas are going to take this a lot harder number yeah. one uh i think if you want to then factor in casey as another um thing i think casey is going to be more upset about you betraying nani than about you betraying fessel so i think that that is something to factor in um so i think overall when you look in the vacuum there i'm still uh more worried and, about my relationship with bananas and nani than with fessel and mariah and and unless uh, you said this and i just drove right past it um we did we talk about the fact that fessel and mariah would have not saved jordan and anisa which is their number one priority uh, uh, mm. uh, uh devin and tori's number one priority or specifically tori's um fessel you know i think i think that was very clear that he had no obligation or no desire to save jordan and run a final against jordan um so if they had been down there in the draw with jordan uh you know if bananas and nani were the team that went in the other three teams are uh, at the draw and fessel and mariah get to save another team they're saving Horacio and olivia and throwing jordan and uh uh, Anissa down there against Bananas and Nani, which is Devin and Tori's worst case scenario. Yeah, I think that's also very fair. Um, my and now, like, I don't think that uh, it's possible. But let's say we're at the point now where like all other things have added up to like obviously Fessel and Mariah should be getting thrown in here. We've already assumed that. Now let's say Olivia and Orasio don't pull that safe dagger, and Jordan and Anissa do. Do you think Jordan and Anissa save Olivia and Horacio, or do they save Bananas and Nani? I think... Actually, that's so tough. Um, I right? mean, we know that... Uh, hadn't uh, Bananas and Nani sent Jordan and Anissa in? Mm, not... I'm not confident on that one. Or, like, like was, the, was there a draw situation? Um, I feel like they've saved them in the past. Was, so... it, was it Jordan that they sent, sent in, like, when he was the one that was... I don't remember. I don't even like feel like bananas voted for Jordan uh, when he ended up going in. So, um, yeah, because Jordan ended up just uh, going in by the draw. So, mm. I think that uh, I feel like Jordan and Anissa save bananas and Tani is what I'm getting at. I mean, the especially you know looking at the elimination itself. I think that's actually very possible, very likely. Because um, if I'm looking at Horacio and Olivia saying like, "Can you go take out Fessy and Mariah for us?" Yeah, they can. Mm-hmm. I think likely. Uh, actually, I think definitely we'll get there. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that the, they probably end up saving Bananas and Nani. I think that the relationships with um, between the four of them are just like, they go too far back, they're too strong, and they all think about future seasons way more than they think about this one choice. For so sure. I think that they uh, end up saving them. So what on like its surface looked like it was going to be a 66% chance that we were getting um this exact elimination matchup i think was really only about 33 percent and we just happened to get it hmm. i guess there's only way, to, only way to find out and that's if uh anisa and jordan never comment on the situation i don't know if they will because by the time never that they get to interviews <laughs> there this is going to be you know seven weeks in the past so um they will never say it and if they did they would say they were going to save bananas and nani anyway because yeah, right. it makes more sense for them too and i don't blame them for that yeah hmm 
<laughs> um, shall we now talk about the elimination? Let's talk about the elimination. Okay. Um, it's called Bridget and uh, <laughs> Bridget, like the name. Um, <laughs> I have never in my life seen an elimination that I wanted to compete in more. Ooh, that's interesting. So, like, so much. I wanted to jump through my screen and start pulling these little, you know, rungs on the ladder and start climbing and climbing. Um, I like, I love this kind of like adventure park kind of stuff. Like, I like we have something like this, um, in the area that I do like to frequently uh, visit. Um, and yeah, I just I love this stuff. So this is certainly one that I would have loved to compete in. Um, it definitely looked frustrating, but I also feel like I mean, uh, you know, still just looking at it from my perspective, I'm not fessy, so I'm I would have had a much easier time, uh, you know, getting through it. And uh, just it, it looked it looked fun. Um, and I feel like you have some comments on uh, maybe the fairness uh, aspect of it for Fessel. So I love this elimination. I really do. Uh, I think that ultimately could the bars have been a little bit wider making it a little bit more fair sure um uh like you said there are eliminations that are just going to cert suit and people and like that's the luck of the draw and i think that fessel does not acknowledge that in a game and so i don't feel bad for him when so many things have gone his way and he refuses to acknowledge that uh when something doesn't go his way and he still refuses to acknowledge that um like then he like you know wants to take advantage of it so i think that ultimately fessel loses this elimination to every single person in the house Every single person in the house, that's think, more than likely, yeah. I think Tommy and Annalise smoke Fessel in this elimination. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 like the easiest, yes. <laughs> yes. I like Small and nimble, low center of gravity, them. yeah. I think that every single person in this house beats them. Um, I think that, like, when you look at this and think, will CT, like, have the same exact struggles that Fessel did? I think yes. Um, I think that someone, like, of that size was just never, ever going to win it. Um, and I think that that is probably going to be put down to poor uh, elimination des uh, design um, in general. But when you look at it from, like, the elimination itself, poor elimination design, I can get mad about it. When I look at it as the season overall, like, Eh, you win some you lose some you get screwed sometimes by like getting the wrong elimination so mm -hmm. in an ideal world i would love for them all to be perfectly balanced but when i factor in the entire season i'm like bye <laughs> sorry right is what it is yeah um the uh, mariah i thought should have had a better you know go at it but she I also agree. didn't get quite as far as you would have hoped or expected um i agree Bananas, I mean, Bananas is, you know, is a heavy guy. He's probably, you know, certainly, like, you know, well over 200 pounds. A lot of it's muscle. Um, I'm not confident in that. <laughs> no? No. I, I think like... that uh, we assume people are bigger and heavier than they are. Um, I, I don't like, how tall is Bananas <laughs> is the question that I have. That's a good question. I feel like, uh, I don't know, probably easily Googleable, but I would say he's probably around. 200 oh it doesn't matter um he's, he's got a lot less weight on him than fessel does um a lot, a lot less size there so um you know it, it really did seem like every you know step fessel took it was just like pushing down so hard that the ropes were like all right we're gonna go sideways now and let you fall through um and it just it wasn't happening um that could not that could be not the entire reason like maybe he was just having a hard time you know turning around and grabbing the piece because it's so hard it's so far away uh for his like you know larger body to reach down and and, and grab it in the same way that you know um especially nani was able to do we we saw her you know with a couple of really uh 
you know, worthwhile moves there, especially the one where she, you know, saves it right before it falls, which was good after uh, she had just dropped it being so close to the end. Um, but yeah, I, I thought Mariah would have been doing a little bit better. Um, Bananas was struggling at the beginning. So seeing him being the first one up was a little surprising, but also, you know, he's good at stupid stuff. So, yeah, I think that um, like Fessel couldn't get his hands past the fourth rung. <laughs> like it was never happening. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not to take away. I think that Bananas and Nani actually did really well on this. I agree that I thought Mariah could have done better than she ultimately did. Um, but it just felt like you could have given Fessel, you know, the hundred hours of the final and he's still not up at the top. Yeah. And there's also probably like, I, I okay. So I don't know if this is like taking it too far and like whatever, but uh, worried about what I'm about to say. Um, that I feel like Fessel like is the type of person that saw bananas at the top um, and saw Nani like doing very well that he was like, I'm not even going to keep trying to like get to the top. Like, let me just like fumble my way around here until Nani gets to the top. So like people never think I had a chance. I could see that. Um, I don't know if it's consciously like, so people never think I had a chance because I think he always is. Um, let me show how good I am despite things being against me. Um, so I think he would have loved to be like, I had no chance being this hall, but look, I still made it up halfway. Like anyone else like is nowhere near as athletic as I am to be able to make it like this far. Mm. Uh, I think that that is more of the fessy I know. Um, but I don't know. I think that regardless, there was a like 0.0% chance he was winning this. Yeah. Well, then he doesn't. He does not win. Uh, They go out um, with their heads held high. And, you know, that's more than you can really expect for Fessel, uh, given how he acts sometimes when he loses, Um, you know, kind of pouty sometimes. And this time he wasn't. He was just, you know, um, very very good with himself and with his partner saying, you know, they, they had a good season together, giving her praise and compliments saying that he wouldn't have been able to do it without her. So that all caught me by a very pleasant surprise. Um, and Fessel and Mariah fall just short. Uh, Bananas made a couple of comments throughout the episode being like, you don't want to go home first and you don't want to go home right before the final. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is a tough spot to go out. For sure. Definitely a tough spot. Um, like, you know, for Mariah, like, I'm sure that I, if I'm like a rookie, I would much rather go home last and like have a better chance of getting on next season. But I think Fessel's probably locked into that regardless of when he goes home. So mm-hmm. that does have to be pretty, pretty rough. Yeah. Um, what else here? Do I have any other notes from the elimination? Um, just Nani being very happy that she got this elimination, which I thought was a, you know, obviously she won. So of course she feels that way, but, um, you know. Uh, as somebody who has been on record, uh, you know, discounting Nani in elimination, uh, most elimination matchups, got two wins this season and shut me up. So the Nani foot catch was that the most impressive Nani moment in like <laughs> like seven seasons? That's like I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna, okay. I mean, uh, yes, it was no. very impressive, but I'm gonna say she's done something a little bit more exciting sometime in the last. I'm seven curious years. to hear what. <laughs> Sometimes. I know I'm teasing. I think that she's like you know perfectly replacement level in general, um, but was uh, very impressed. Yeah, yeah. So bananas and Nani are back in the house, and uh, nobody seemed too upset about it. You certainly didn't. Uh, I didn't expect to see anybody you know rooting so heavily for uh, bananas and Nani to go home like to their faces because when they do inevitably <laughs> come back, that's kind of crazy. Um, so they're back, and these four teams will be heading to the final, this 100-hour final. Oh my god, a hundred hour final. Um wow. Okay, sure. I guess we're doing that, huh? We're doing it. Um, we are doing it. That is wild. Mm-hmm. That's more than four days. Yep. Why? <laughs> um 
<laughs> I mean, like, I think the answer to this is relatively obvious, but like, do you think they're going to be like competing for a hundred hours or like, it's just the total time from start to finish? I think it's the total time. Right. Um, I think, you know, when they had, uh, was it total madness when they were like climbing up a mountain and then it was like, uh, these finishers get to stay inside all night and then some people like have to stay outside for like two hours and then mm-hmm. move inside all night. Like I think we're going to have a uh, like nice little lodge <laughs> that we're probably going to be staying in for the nights. Um, if they make them sleep like in a cave for all four nights, like goodbye. I'm, I'm, it's not worth it anymore for me, especially if I'm like Anissa and I'm not winning. Like goodbye. I'm not doing this for a hundred hours. <laughs> I'm not yeah. doing this. Absolutely not. That's why I said, I think this might've been Anissa's last good episode of this. Season. <laughs> um, yeah, 100 hours. That's pretty crazy. Um, all I can really say is, uh, as far as us covering it here, um, I mean, we already talked about last week. Uh, gonna gonna skip next week, but that's mostly for myself. I'm I'm gonna not be home. So um, when it comes down to it, if it's gonna be a multi-part final, it doesn't really make the most sense to cover every single second of it. Um, so uh, Scally and I were talking off air. We will discuss after the second part, assuming this is in three parts, which it does seem like the the Twitter streets and everybody seem to be uh, thinking or knowing for. For like, for by chance that this is a three part final, um, yes, that's the why? reaction. <laughs> why? Wait, no, 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 we can't be negative. Um, <laughs> just what? My question is why? <laughs> I'm just confused. I I agree. Um, so we will uh, discuss off air um, if we are going to come in here maybe after part two to just kind of wrap up those both episodes. Are they also going to be ninety minutes? Uh. Like how I, in the world? God, I feel like it. Because otherwise, why not just do two ninety-minute episodes? I mean, they're also like, did hours. you notice more commercials than usual, or was that just me? I did not watch live. Oh, lucky you! <laughs> I felt like there was more commercials than usual, but I could just be, you know, I don't know. It could be accurate. Um, so we'll potentially come in after part two. Uh, certainly after part three. So we'll keep you guys posted. Yeah, um, I I feel like that's kind of been our mo of like sometimes if it feels like it's uh better to wrap up all in one part whether it be for the final or the reunions um that works because they feel like it's edited to be watched as a whole even though it's aired three different weeks for both of them sometimes Mm -hmm. um like to be watched and talked about as a whole makes a lot more sense uh usually so we will evaluate as it comes right i mean coming after part one so um you know this team is in the lead so far wow. do you think that they can hold the lead <laughs> wasn't it wild how much jordan threw up when he was eating that, that like cool <laughs> so uh, yeah if i get like a vomit montage in every episode of this i'm gonna be very upset i hope you're prepared to be very upset and not talk <laughs> about it on the podcast because you're not allowed we'll see um all right. Well, that's that. I mean, I guess we have to, of course, if the finals coming, uh, give some final final uh, predictions of just how this is going to go. And I'll just kick us off here because I've been already kind of running through that. Um, and I sure if anybody's been paying attention, you know that I have Jordan and Anissa in fourth uh, in that regard. I gave them a zero percent chance last week. Um, Scally is trying to, you know, subtly convince me to up that to like a one percent chance, uh, you know, with all these <laughs> checkpoints and whatnot. Um, but it is a final challenge and I see three teams that are going to do better. Um, so I really um, am going to just to just do it. I'm going to, you know, eat some chapstick if, uh, you know, <laughs> we <Ooh>. have <laughs> no. Um 
I didn't say that. I'm scratching that from the record. I um, heard it. <laughs> if again, and I'm saying this about a, a about Jordan wisely, but it's also about his partner. Um, you know, and this does not apply if there's some kind of twist that they get broken up throughout the final. Uh, is there going to be? You know, uh, do you think that uh, the winner? You know, the the like individually timed and you know Sarah and bananas kind of deal. Ashley and no, Hunter? I don't think so. I don't. Ride or die. God, I I do not think that they want to leave it open for uh, bananas to steal from Nani here. Uh, I don't think that would happen. But I do not think that they want that to be an option either. Yeah, I mean, I can see them just being like, "This is ride or die to the end." Like, you have no choice but to split it with your ride or die. Mm -hmm. Um, But if Fessel and Mariah won, I definitely think that they would have last minute introduced that option. And I would have hated it because um, Bananas has his moment, whatever, but like Ashley has her moment and I want that to be, you know, the last thing we remember when we think of that uh, twist. I don't hold that sacred anymore, so (laughs) we can move on. Fine. Um, So uh, Jordan and Anissa at the bottom. I'm putting Olivia and Horacio right above them. Just rookies inexperienced Um, and the top two teams I feel like are, um, you know, a lot more uh, prepared for this. Agreed. Um, and then just when it comes down to it with the top two teams, I think that the story has certainly been there all season long for Bananas and Nani to make it to the end. Um, but if I'm talking practically as knowing the capabilities of every one of these four individuals left, um, you know, I think Nani had a very good chance at getting this done with Leroy and did not get it done. Um, and for a 100 hour final, do I think that Nani has it in her to do everything that's going to be ahead of her here. Um, I'm not saying no, but I'm saying that I think that Tori and Devin are both more well-equipped than she is. Um, and I think bananas will probably keep up with them as best as he can, I, I, or maybe be able to do even better, but you're only as good as your partner here. So I have to go Tori and Devin one bananas and Nani two. Um, and then the other two teams, as I mentioned, if I was betting ability wise, that's the same order that I would go. Um, if I am betting like story wise, edit wise, like all of the above, I think I'm still expecting, uh, bananas and Nani win. Yeah. And that's totally fair. Again, the story has been for, for them, for Nani, you know, um, but it also kind of was that for Leroy. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely true. I just, I still, it's what I feel. It's what I feel in my bones. I am completely unspoiled. I have absolutely no idea how this is going to go. Um, but it's just what, uh, you know, I could come in here and look wrong. It would not be the first time. Um, so like, who cares? Uh, it's what my prediction ultimately is, but, uh, in terms of like, who would I give like the highest percentage of win equity if I was there, like, you know, they're about to run the final and who would I be betting on? I think it would be Devin and Tori. I, I do feel like this is, you know, as much as it is for Anissa, uh, her best chance and, and Nani, her best chance um, to have these partners by their side. I think that Devin and Tori work so well together. Um, Tori was talking about it on the podcast. You know, he really balances out some of her weaknesses. She's not like the best at puzzles and he is the yep. best at puzzles. Um, he has been doing just fine, you know, from a, um, you know, we saw in the, it, it was the one with like the, you had to stand on a perch and then, you know, looking at something through like the blinds and then solve a puzzle when you get, come back. Like that was the one challenge that I noticed that Devin was like, oh, actually like a good runner now. Um, so mm-hmm. I feel like he's going to be fine with that aspect of things. And even if he's not, even if he's not the best runner possible, like there are there are two teams, at least with runners that will, I think, be worse. Um, so I feel like if you're looking at Olivia and Horacio and saying that, like, they're going to be the best. Uh, maybe they're not. I don't think Olivia was doing like the best uh, during the mini final. Um 
I feel like the puzzle experience, the, you know, the, the parts of the challenge, the, the, the eating, like that Devin and Tori are prepared for, I just feel like it, it does make them stand out and it'll be crazy if, um, obviously if they win or if Nani wins, if, uh, Anissa wins, like whenever this final ends, we, I, most no, we hundred percent will be because even if Olivia and Arasia would, we will be talking about new champions. So that's always a, a fun twist. So what it comes down to me for uh, to it for me is can Devin outrun Nani? Um, because I think Tori can, and like as fast as I think the bananas is generally going to be. I used to look at Nani and think like Nani is a runner. Nani is like that is her strength as long as she has someone who is like good at puzzles and not that she's bad at like necessarily like whatever, but like good at puzzles, good at like stations, like Nani can keep up and she'll be fine. The double agents final scared me. Um, and I don't know if that was because it was on the side of a mountain and she was running through rocks and couldn't keep up, whatever the case may be. I just am. That's where I am. Like, all right, Devin and Nani, who's out running the other. And right now I give it to Devin. Mm-hmm. And you know what else I can like, you know, as much as I'm going to stick to my 0% chance for Jordan and Anissa, we've been getting so much from the teams and from the narrative this season about how important communication is. Um, and Jordan mm-hmm. and Anissa have had that good communication um, when it comes in the form of like, you know, drill sergeant and, you know, Anissa just responding to that. Um, it's been working for them. Uh, it's gotten them through a couple of tough eliminations that maybe otherwise Anissa might not have gotten through. Um, so they certainly have that. Uh, Devin and Tori have that. Olivia and Horacio are working on that. Bananas and Nani, you know, even as recent as this episode, uh, you know, in the daily challenge are like, we're not always there. Um, so this is going to be a long 100 hours for Ooh. the two of them if they can't be there the entire way through. Like, I feel like uh, Jordan and Anissa and Tori and Devin will be. I see you becoming a Jornisa truther by the second. So you know what? <laughs> coming in three weeks from now. It's a good thing uh, all my chapstick is packed uh, and uh, ready to go in my vacation bags here. Oh, maybe I'm going to make a new vacation alliance. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, so uh, I may just come home with no chapstick just to make sure. Um, so that's that's it. Um, did you? Yeah, you, you, you ran through your order essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're done. Look at that. We are done. Uh, be back in here, not uh, next week, but either the week after or potentially week after that. We shall see to talk about this challenge final. Very interested to see how it plays out again. Once you have like a pretty even playing field, I think that the show becomes much more interesting. And I think that that's what we are left with. So I'm excited to see uh, where we end up and also the uh, eventual reunion where we'll end up seeing a lot of uh, fun, familiar faces. Michelle Fitzgerald. <laughs> Let's get back on my TV. And others. Who? No one. Exactly. Uh... <laughs> Thank you. Um, so that's it. Um Anything that anyone should be checking out in the meantime? What should people be checking out? I don't know. Anything I'm doing will be on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally. Um, I think that uh, nothing really immediately pressing, right? So check out Twitter. All right. Check out Twitter. Um, no plugs for me either. But, you know, of course, there's always, uh, you know, the uh, activity of leaving five-star reviews because sometimes... Good voice. Uh, people who have positive things to say about Calm down. Can, okay. Um, <laughs> can be a nice thing to do. Um, just saying. But um, no, but like actually, like if you have anything you want to throw in there, uh, feel free. Otherwise, uh, no obligation. Thank you for listening uh, an hour and plus uh, through this penultimate uh, type 
recap here of uh, Ride or Dies right before we get to the final. The final is coming up, so hopefully you enjoy that if you watch it. Uh, maybe you'll be one of those people who watch it all in three parts uh, when we get to the end and you just binge it before it comes on. I don't blame anybody who watches it that way because it's, like you said, Scally, it's meant to be watched kind of all the way through. So we'll see how all mm-hmm. of it goes. Um, but of course, follow Scally on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally. If you are not already, um, follow me at Matt Ligori and, uh, that's all we have for now. So thank you guys again for checking this one out until two weeks from now or three weeks from now. Take care, everybody.